You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is happening and welcome to the Locked On Pistons podcast, your episode for Monday, April 1st. That's right, April in the D. And uh, no Blake Griffin again tonight, but Mason, hit him one time. Detroit Basketball! Always going to check in with Mason every time the Pistons get a win, but this is your host of the Locked On Pistons podcast, Matt Shook. I'm a sports writer here in Detroit City covering the NBA for the Detroit News and the Associated Press. Pistons fan and follower my whole life and a sports newspaper reporter for over a decade as well. A lot to cover today, but first, hey... Congrats to the Spartans. Unbelievable win on Sunday against Duke. Headed to the Final Four to play Texas Tech. Love it. Can't wait for late Saturday night. As the Final Four only adds to the Pistons' strong schedule. Lots of great basketball ahead for Hoops fans here in Michigan and uh, all across the world as well. But today we're going to tell you about our meetup tonight at Eastern Market. Thomas McGee's 7 o'clock for the Pacers game. On the road, we're going to detail the win against Portland on Saturday night. Going to tell you my one, actually two complaints about the Bad Boys celebration, although it was a good one. Fun to see the old fellas back in town. We're going to also detail what the Blake Griffin injury could mean for the Pistons and look ahead to tonight's game against Indiana as well. First of a home-and-home home series Monday and Wednesday with the Pacers. But give me a follow on Twitter at Matt underscore Shook, S-C-H-O-C-H. Another underscore after that. Also the Locked on Pistons Twitter account, and check us out on Facebook as well, Locked on Pistons dash Matt Shook. But first, shouts to Nebraska. My guy on Twitter, Dr. Zay MD, is out in Nebraska. He says he listens. He said on Twitter on Sunday night that he loves the pod. Keep up the good work. And I'm telling you, I'm tired coming into this one tonight. It's almost midnight already. Was about to record the podcast. Needed a little pick-me-up, and that tweet gave me it. So a good man out there. Thanks for that. Thanks for listening in Nebraska. I've been there twice. I saw Springsteen in Omaha and saw Michigan lose to Nebraska in football. I believe it was Halloween night, 2012 in Lincoln, the famous Russell Bellamy game. Well, really not that famous, but Michigan and Nebraska, obviously two storied football programs that were pretty down at that time. But still, nice to see Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Nice to see the Wolverines, albeit the uh, Brady Hoke era running out of the tunnel and all that good stuff. Fun night in Lincoln, Nebraska. Had some drinks also. So (laughs) a good time with my buddies Chris and Nick. Tigers also got drilled in Game 3 of the World Series that night. So a bad night for sports fans in Michigan, but a fun night, of course, overall. And another thing, hey, we've got the watch party tonight. I've talked about it a little bit last couple days. I might send some DMs from the Locked On Pistons Twitter account today just to kind of uh, ask some of you folks that follow the account and that I – think might live in the area if you want to come out and join us um it's free uh i'm basically i'm I'm just going to a bar to watch pistons road game got a couple friends for sure coming i got my guy doc brown says he's going to be there as well you've heard him on the show a couple times lately and uh you should come join me it'll be like i said tonight's game in indiana against against indiana on the road seven o'clock start so we're going to thomas mcgee's at eastern market um i'll probably grab some pizzas from Sapino's. Um, right across the free, you can park at Eastern Market and walk across the freeway overpass there, real easy. Um, I'll have some t-shirts there. If you come, you'll probably get one. 
Uh, but maybe if there's too many people and not enough shirts, we'll do a trivia contest. We'll probably do a trivia contest anyway. See what kind of knowledge you guys bring to the table. Bring a friend. Um, trying to get a drink special as well. And, uh, hey, it's Pistons games that matter, so we're, we're going to act like it. Thomas McGee's Sport House and Whiskey Bar. It's on the Fisher Service Drive right across, or right outside Eastern Market. I'm going to be there probably 15 minutes before the game or so. Um, talking Pistons, so come on out and join me for that. And uh, like we said, the Pistons got the win Saturday night at home against Portland, 99-90. After a first half that made your eyes bleed, the Stones missed the first 13 field goal attempts. Scored 11 points in the first quarter, but Portland wasn't much better. They had 14 points at the end of the first, but Pistons now 6-3 and three against teams on the second half of a back-to-back, and there's only one game left this season where that's the case, and that's the season finale against the New York Knicks, and both the Pistons and the Knicks will be on a back-to-back that night, so that's not much of an advantage for anyone, obviously. So that kind of closes the book on that, 6-3 and three for the Pistons against teams on the second half of a back-to-back. So capitalized on it somewhat and weren't as bad uh, themselves on the second half of a back-to-back as I scroll to look at that record, 5-7 and seven this year in those situations. So really kind of above bore, above uh, you know the sinking level, kept themselves above water there by uh, winning more than they lost in those types of situations. So a uh, good effort for the team there. As we know, Blake Griffin was a late scratch on Saturday with left knee soreness. He is out again tonight on the official injury report from Sunday. The Pistons with the win, 39-37, and 37, two wins from guaranteeing at least a 500 record and three wins from uh, clinching a winning season. The Pistons' magic number for the eighth seed or for to get a playoff berth is now four, according to playoffstatus.com, but Matt Moore of the Action Network says it's five. I don't know. My brain is not big enough to figure out magic numbers when there's four different teams that factor in, so... Uh, yeah, so we got conflicting reports from those that are in the know. So uh, as as someone myself who's not in the know, I'm not even going to try to pretend like I am there. Uh, the Pistons already passed the Vegas win total over under of 37.5. So defied the experts a little bit there. Uh, of course, m- uh, in large part due to the strong season of Blake Griffin, who responded well, is, is you know no doubt the Pistons MVP, Probably a surefire uh, all-NBA player, one of those three teams that the league will have as well. But uh, he wasn't there on Saturday night, and Reggie Jackson stepped up, continues his strong stretch run to the season, 28 points for him. Andre Drummond, another great game, 22 points, 19 rebounds, 4 steals, 3 blocks. He was fantastic. Uh, The Pistons won this game despite shooting 5 of 25 from 3, 20%, just not good. And uh, they won with defense. The bad boys must have been proud watching that one. We know that Portland was without C.J. McCollum and uh, Yusuf Nurkic as well. But a win is a win is a win is a win, as they say. And uh, the rest of the way, like we said, games pretty much every other day the rest of the way, including tonight at Indiana. Wednesday, home for Indiana. Friday at Oklahoma City. Sunday, home for Charlotte, the going-to-work 4 celebration. Tuesday, home for Memphis. Wednesday, at New York for the Knicks. So a week from Wednesday, this season is over. So do yourself a favor, go pick up some champagne this week, just in case, keep it chilled, keep it on ice. So if they uh, do clinch that playoff berth, crack that out, enjoy, pour yourself a glass, uh, get the, the old lady some too. And you know, you know, I always like to have the old lady a little tipsy at night from what I recall, but uh, always good to uh, have the champagne there. And uh, like I said, my guess is I cl- they clinch on Sunday with the 04 guys in town, that's just my guess. Let me know on Twitter what you think. When are they going to clinch this? Are they going to clinch this? Still a chance. 
that it all goes to hell. But uh, by the way, you can get Locked On Pistons on the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And when you get in your car, as I've been telling you, you, you've got to be rolling through Metro Detroit, swerving potholes so you can't be messing with the radio. So all you got to do is tell your smart device in your ride to play podcast Locked On Pistons. And up next, we're going to talk about the Bad Boys celebration, two downers amidst an otherwise special night and also talk about the significance of the Blake Griffin injury. And hey, I got a new sponsor to tell you about, and that is the Wise Cam. Wise is the indoor camera that does it all. Wise, that's W-Y-Z-E. It's packed with premium features that allow you to see everything from anywhere for $20. 1080p, full HD, images so clear that you won't miss a thing. Night vision, two-way audio, Wise's mission is to bring amazing smart home products accessible to everyone. Check out on your home anytime with Wise apps live stream. Connect with life as it unfolds in sharp focus. Just live stream with that eight times digital zoom. Um, we they got the free rolling 14-day cloud storage. So you can check that out. No subscriptions, like all those annoying things that keep charging you online. At $20 per camera, you can do anything. You want to watch your kids destroy your house. And here, here here's an idea for you. Maybe you're gonna be out of town, have the old lady set it up by the TV. So you can watch George and Greg, a little Fox Sports Detroit action from the hotel. You want some more? Well, they got that too. For just $10 more, the Wise Cam Pan gives you 360-degree coverage in under three seconds. Life moves fast, and your camera should too. 160-degree per second rotation speed, 360-degree horizontal range, and 93 degrees vertical range. I looked it up on the old Amazons compared to some of the others, and those are good numbers. Trust me on that. Control your room with the pan scan. Set the camera's patrol route with up to four custom waypoints. Track all the action around the house. Wise Campan automatically detects, tags, and tracks motion within its field of view keeping up with life in real time, and it's never been so easy. This works with Alexa. Again, you can use it on your mobile phone from anywhere, and the free rolling 14-day cloud storage, so you can kind of keep tabs on everything throughout your house for a long period of time. Go to wise.com slash locked. Again, that's wise, W-Y-Z-E dot com slash locked to get the guaranteed lowest price here from Lockdown Pistons. A little bit later on, we're going to tell you everything you need to know about the Indiana game tonight, including the Blake Griffin injury and all that I can update you on as I tape this early Monday morning here for you. And as we know, the beloved bad boys were in town for a reunion on Saturday night, actually 30 years since the first championship. So the 30th anniversary of the first title, they kind of combined the two seasons and had it be a 30-year uh commemoration of, of the, the back-to-back years, I guess, is the best way to put it, because 89 was the first title. And um, even though the game was against Portland, who they beat in the second title, now I've seen some people kind of complaining about the uh, going-to-work celebration and why that wasn't against the Lakers, because obviously the 4 team beat the Lakers in the finals, so they should have had the 15-year celebration that night instead of next week against Charlotte. Well, you know, funny, I'll let you in on a little secret here. Part of the reason that they do some of these, and not that it's, it's, they shouldn't do them, but part of the reason that they do these types of things, especially in uh, this climate for the Detroit Pistons in the uh, this market, um, they're trying to sell some tickets. So obviously they got a better gate with the Portland game on Saturday night, and you would think the Sunday game against Charlotte will be a little bit nicer of a gate 
than you would normally. When LeBron James and the Lakers are in town, and we know that LeBron James didn't play, so a lot of people were disappointed that night. For the one time that they're coming to the seat to to Little Caesars Arena, they don't need that ticket boost. So they're going to set these things up for Charlotte uh, when nobody's really going to come to that game otherwise and maybe boost a weekend ticket sale there. And also, of course, we noticed that these are late in the season celebrations. So maybe the you know marketing team or whoever put all the events together and did a very good job, obviously, um, you know, we're thinking eh, maybe a little bit more lead time would be nice. Maybe, or maybe there's a calendar issue. Maybe there's this dates worked out for some of the main players, the Isaiah Thomases, or maybe the uh, Rashid Wallaces and and, and uh, Larry Brown or something like that down the road for next weekend. So that's just kind of why that happened, the way it happened. But it's always uh, specifically about Saturday night. Always tough to remember that you know we're missing Chuck Daly and Jack McCloskey and Bill Davidson weren't there, as well as Matt Dobeck, who Zeke shouted out in his comments, um, beloved uh, former CMU Chippewa, who was the uh, you know spokesperson for the uh, Pistons, dealt with the media relations type of thing, and was a key cog for that group, uh, who was kind of navigating a lot of different uh, bridges and a lot of different masters that he was serving at that time, uh, a former CMU guy who we had Martin Dobeck, his uh, nephew, on during the summer, too, so a special guy for our show, and you know, I'm a CMU guy, so anytime there's a chip involved with something with the Pistons, I'm going to point that out to you. And But Zeke at the end said uh, to Mr. Davidson, to, to Mr. D, we'll see you tomorrow. It was kind of the way he closed his speech, which I was watching it, and my first thought was the same as Breeshan Miller, who tweeted me about this too. He reached out on Twitter and said, you know, maybe that was like an existential nod to the afterlife being tomorrow, quote-unquote and that this life is quote-unquote today. But uh, George on the telecast cleared up that he was referring to a screening on Sunday of a documentary about Bill Davidson. They're going to have that shown to the public starting in May, I believe, and I will pass along those details as that gets closer. But I had heard about that documentary but had forgotten about it in the moment when, when Isaiah had said it. And I'm sure that most in the crowd at Little Caesars Arena had no idea about the documentary or what Isaiah was referring to. So it sounded like they were going to have like a bad boys mass suicide or something like that. We're all going to, we'll see you tomorrow because we're coming to heaven with you. But apparently not. Uh, They're just going to go see a documentary, not drinking Jim Jones's Kool-Aid or something like that. So it's a relief, really, that the Pistons are uh, just just hanging out and watching a movie. Not anything more uh, sinister than that. But uh, another something, you know, some things you didn't like about it. And again, a great celebration. And I hope those guys had an enjoyable time with each other and, had some drinks and shared some stories as all those things kind of tend to go. But, uh, you know, Joe Dumars wasn't there. Uh, there was no real word why George said that there were scheduling conflicts with some of the players who weren't there. Um, one might guess, though, if you kind of connect the dots a little bit, that maybe there's some ill will towards the current ownership that uh, fired Joe Dumars when he was president of basketball operations back then, or maybe he didn't want to get booed. Maybe it was a personal thing that uh, didn't want, uh, still isn't ready to be seen publicly as a, as a member of the Pistons organization or something like that. But um, even though that I don't believe that there's no way that would happen in any kind of large scale, I think Pistons fans, I would hope, would embrace Joe Dumars, especially at a situation like that where it's uh, the memories of all the good times that we all remember. Or, you know, maybe there was uh, some sort of less... Um, controversial reason. Maybe it was a, a, a conflict scheduling-wise, a family thing that Joe D had or something like that. But you do, you just hate to see Joe not back home here 
in the D. So the unfortunate part about the reunion. And also no Dennis Rodman, another very key member of the team on the court. That would be a little bit more expected that Dennis wouldn't be there, I would say, just because, well, he's Dennis Rodman. But uh, it'd be nice to have him back. We know that Dennis was a little bit more normal early on in his career when Chuck was uh, kind of looking after him, when uh, coach, kind of a coach special relationship uh, bond that he had with his player, mercurial player in Dennis Rodman. But uh, could have been good. It would have been nice to have the whole band together. And as George pointed along, point out, even though it wasn't shown on the telecast, uh, George did say that David Greenwood, Michael Williams, and Fennis Dembo, three guys that kind of obviously ended the bench guys, were also not there. Uh, George said that. Like I said, you wouldn't have known that if you watched it at home. And it was cool to see George. He had a little pep in his step throughout the night, interviewing a lot of the guys, Vinnie Johnson, Isaiah, and Lambeer all did a few minutes during the telecast as well. George Blaha obviously just loves that team, loves this era. It was kind of uh, cool to see an older George Blaha that we all know and love that uh, – was acting like a little kid sometimes. It was it was pretty fun to see. But um, and Isaiah, another cool moment. Isaiah got emotional in the first half when he was shown uh, kind of a career highlight video on the big screen, and they gave him, uh, you know, the, put him up on the big screen uh, as he was watching it, and got a huge standing ovation from the crowd. Always cool seeing to see a, a a tough guy, a guy we we love and and know. Isaiah, the best Piston ever an unquestioned leader of that team, and a hero to many of us in Detroit. He was emotional to see he was received like he was in Detroit. No surprise, but when the moment hits you and that kind of thing happens, you can see how um, Isaiah, looking back on all those memories, and I'm sure we all get older, we all think about the times that we had in our prior lives that were uh, a lot of um, nostalgia about those times. I'm sure it's times 10 for these guys who were elite athletes who won championships and were on the biggest stages of their lives and the prime of their careers and the athletic things they could do the I'm sure it's I'm sure in many ways it's a lot of fun to be on in the NBA and making the money and having the fame and beating up all the teams on the road and um you can imagine what Isaiah was thinking about when he uh thought back of those times but uh, well done to the bad boys hope to see you all back in Detroit very soon um, as well. So, but the other thing that I didn't like is Fox Sports Detroit, and I tweeted about this a couple times. They just didn't really show it. I mean, they didn't. They showed Isaiah's address to the crowd at the end of it, um, but they just they they had like four commercial breaks in a row or five. I wasn't counting, but it was like driving you nuts. And, and I thought the, they did two first. And I was like, okay, maybe they're kind of prepping the court, so a little bit longer of an intro before the halftime, so they're going to fit in two commercials. But the commercials just kept coming and coming. Mickey York's updating us on beat the number and then sending it to a commercial again. And like, who cares about beat the number, especially tonight and really every night. But, um, and on Twitter, people were passing along pictures from the arena. You could see that George was standing there talking and people were tweeting about it and it wasn't on TV. It was kind of driving me crazy. They didn't show it. Like I said, only showed Isaiah's part. They didn't show George at the beginning, but if you look at the NBA's Twitter account, there is a, the full video. It's only like four or five minutes. George was pretty brief, but he did have some, some cool words to, sh- to say. You'd think that they would have shown that. But check that out on Twitter. Uh, I just thought it was a poor taste by Fox Sports Detroit. Th- two thumbs down from me on their coverage of the night in general, just to pump a few extra commercials. So uh, come on, man. What are, you, what are we doing? Uh, it's the Bad Boys celebration. You know, I, was, I met up some, with a friend for the second half, but I, was gonna, I stayed home and, you know, obviously wanted to see the celebration. So kind of delayed the, the night out and all that kind of stuff. And... Just a bummer, but uh, 
thing is that is not a bummer is remember to get the show every day. Subscribe to Locked on Pistons on the new Himalaya podcast app in an ever-expanding podcast world. You need Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every single day. I did it. You should do it too. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Pistons. Up next, we're going to talk about tonight's game against the Pacers and uh, the Blake Griffin injury and what that means. That is next here on the Locked on Pistons podcast, which is a proud member of the Locked on Network, your team every day. And the Pistons in Indianapolis tonight to take on the Pacers. And the Pacers have home court to play for. They have clinched a playoff spot, but they're locked into that 4-5 series basically for all intents and purposes with the uh, Boston Celtics. But they're tied with the Celtics at 45-32 and 32 this season, so they are playing for home court in the matchup the rest of the way. We know that Victor Oladipo out for the rest of the season in newly acquired Wesley Matthews, questionable for the game tonight for the Pacers. No line right now as I tape this early on Monday morning because Blake Griffin is out, so I would imagine that will make the Pistons probably something like a five and a half or maybe six point dog on the road. The teams so far have split the season series at one game apiece and they will play again on Wednesday night in Detroit. Blake's injury, the left knee soreness. I have not had any updates about it to be honest. Didn't see Rod or Vince or James report anything on Sunday. Um, He went through warm-ups on Saturday before the game against Portland, so I think everyone was optimistic that it wasn't serious. Um, It was moving around, appearing to move around pretty well as the Fox Sports Detroit guys showed the uh, the couple of highlights of him warming up where he was moving decently. And it looked like he talked to the trainers, and uh, they decided to give him the night off on Saturday. But everyone kind of figured, myself included, that he'd be back on Monday. So when we see the injury report on Sunday that he was out, he'll be out tonight as well. Um, a bad sign, obviously, but you know, if you want to be optimistic about it, it's a road game, a lot of uh, big important games for the Pistons coming up. You could be a little cautious about it. They do have a little bit of a cushion at the top of this group. Not a huge deal if they lose this game. Um, it's kind of the one, the hardest game left on the schedule in terms of the the numbers. You got a better chance of winning at home on Wednesday, but it's alarming to be sure to have Blake Griffin out two games in a row at this point in the season. Um, and they knew he was out on Sunday, so it wasn't even a game-time decision. So, uh, and, and maybe that's because they, they figure he won't travel, kind of leave him at home. Uh, I think that would be smart. I always enjoy, I always prefer that the players don't even bother traveling if they're coming back home for, with the team anyway after the game. So, But again, this is not a good look for Dwayne Casey and the Pistons. I would have found Blake more rest throughout the season, and that's not to say that this injury – is only happening because he wasn't resting more games throughout the year. That's too simplistic of a way to look at it. But it is a factor, as we know. They wouldn't be resting guys if it wasn't a factor. Uh, And I'm not just saying that in retrospect. I said it all season on the podcast. Some Some of you guys are out there complaining about nights when he did get the rest, that that was the wrong night or something like that. You never heard me complain a bit when he did get rest those couple few games. I would have found some more games to get him rest throughout the year. I think it's insane that Reggie Jackson has played every game this season, especially given his injury concerns. So it's uh, bad news, kind of trying times for the Pistons right now. We will see what develops. We'll see if Blake is back in the lineup on Wednesday. But obviously concerning. Um, No Blake, of course, means very likely no playoff wins, probably a sweep out of the first round. They probably still get in given that the, uh, they're in a nice position here in the Eastern Conference right now, tiebreaker-wise, standings-wise, schedule-wise. But it, without Blake, you have no real shot at a first-round series win. And uh, so we could be talking about a devastating story brewing here 
with this team and Blake Griffin. But uh, thanks for listening, and remember, you can subscribe to this show on the new Himalaya Podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, go ahead and tell your smart device to play Podcast Locked on Pistons. We'll see all you guys, hopefully, or a couple of you guys tonight at Thomas McGee's to watch the game. Nothing too special, but... uh, you know, have some drinks. We'll get some pizza from Sapinos, I would imagine, unless anyone has any better ideas. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to meeting some of you guys. I've already got a couple commitments from some of the folks that I expect to get there and then some of my friends in real life as well will be there too. And uh, so, yeah, should be a, a small group of us, not not anything huge, I would imagine. And uh, maybe we'll do some more of these as the playoffs uh, come, some of these playoff road games as well. And maybe we'll have them at other locations throughout the Metro Detroit area too. But this is your boy, Matt Shook, the host of the Locked on Pistons podcast, saying thanks for listening and uh, enjoy the game tonight. Hopefully we'll see some of you guys, and we'll talk to you with another episode tomorrow.